Hey there, boys and girls. It is April 30th, 2017. Welcome to another episode of the Sundance on the Ground podcast. So, I can almost wrap that. What's up? <laughs> what <if> we, yeah. <laughs> what? No, I was thinking because this is episode 145, and oh. I want to mention that. You know what I want to do? We have a banner. I don't know if, any, uh, if you follow us on our social media, you see we have a banner now. I hope it's in the car. I don't know if it is. Usually I have it here, but I want to start having people sign it, our guests. Every guest That'd that comes cool. on, we'll put the number. Oh, and, fantastic and, and, and idea. So in the back of it, it'll be all filled up. Yeah. And then we so got to starting with 145. Yeah. Jessica McKillop. Well, I it, like uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Today our guest is Jessica McKillop. <laughs> well, I'm always I'm terrible at introductions, even on my own show. Uh, but we've had you on before. Absolutely. I think that's what it is. I feel too comfortable around you now. If it was the first time, I'd be I'd be nervous. But now I know not to be not to be afraid of you. Not at all. You're, you're, you're very nice, and you do, again, if, if you've listened to the show before, you know that you help with a lot of the, the bigger events down here. Uh, she makes Salinas happen. What's up? <laughs> the Old Town Park, you, you've been involved in, what, Salinas Valley Food and Wine? Yeah, been, Salinas Valley Food and Wine, pretty much since its origin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was the downtown You are executive. the origin. You know? <laughs> the blood in the vein. Well, um, I mean, if there was a spokesperson, um, you're the only one person we've ever spoken about to about it, you know? So I would Frank, say so. Frank know? loves to talk, too. Sabino? Dude, what happened yeah. to Frank? Yeah. Where's oh, he, he been? To, yeah. oh, I saw him here, I think, with you okay, recently. Yeah. And he was oh, like, okay. I'm, Dude, yeah, we, he yeah, was. Yeah, so I haven't seen him, him in a long time. Steve, yeah, him and Steve McShane are kind of like the little like founder cluster of Food and uh, Wine Festival. But Frank is still the. You um, just take the credit then. Well, I, I don't. I don't. I was like their liaison, no. and um, now the foundation, because you guys know Old Town Association, kind of went away. So yeah, the foundation's still around, which does Food and Wine Festival and the farmers market that happens every Saturday. So can we call it the Selena Street Food Festival? <laughs> I want to change the name. Oh Rather, my God. Rather than Old Town, uh, Old Town Marketplace. I was we, I was there three weeks ago, I think, and I was like, yes. I mean, I I I, I love it. Like street fair feel, not like yeah, farmers market yeah, feel. Yeah, because it was it was a lot of food, you know. And and again, I've complained about like, oh, we Everybody's need falafel or eat. something downtown, and that's where you can get falafel downtown, and. And then there, there, there was, you know, Asian yeah. fusion and there was like hot dogs and hamburgers and the potato people are there What do you the dip time. in your hummus the is what I want to know. Potato people. <laughs> I just like straight pita chips, which is pita chips and hummus. Really? And, and, and yeah. Hmm. But the dude I does like the falafel. Hum- I, like, I like scoop my falafel in there. The little, you know, the little fried yeah. round things. And I also do like. Obviously, the healthy like carrots and snap peas and cucumbers and that kind of enough. stuff. That's so good. That like habanero or chipotle, no habanero one they that he Thai does one too. is fucking. It's so delicious, but you can't you can't have too much. <laughs> Jalapeno of it. feta, I think, is actually the newest one he came out with. It's got like chunks of like feta cheese in it. Super good too. That dude's amazing. If you don't know who we're talking about, you have to show up on. on Hummus Saturday. I do. Every yeah, Saturday. I got it. Yeah. Seven. See, it's their Hummus almost. heaven. Yeah. Hummus oh, heaven. <laughs> Every it, Saturday. From what, like 11 to 2 or something like that? 9 to 2. 9 to 2. Every Saturday. Yeah. So it's in correlation 11. with the Homebrew Fest that is happening. That, and, and I'm excited about that because this is, a, well, the second year that we're, we're act, not necessarily actively involved, but talking about it. The first, mm-hmm. wait, is this the second year? It is, is just yeah. the second year. Oh, yeah, well, yeah you've been in since the beginning. Oh, okay. That, oh, that makes sense. Um, and yeah, we... 
fuck, I have no idea what episode number it is now, but if you just put homebrew on our Google It was like 99 and a half for a Because we were like, remember that? I remember there was a reason why like it was a memorable number And but I came earlier on. I thought I had lost this thing that we're now recording on. Remember I texted you like, by any chance that it turned one in? And you were like, no. And I was like, oh no. Yeah. How drunk did I get? I lost Rollo. And he was in the office the whole time. Dude, yeah. I ended up buying a new one in that things in there oh yeah it, it was and rollo's the device that we record yes. on right? yeah, yeah he has a name okay. he usually has a little afro that's why where oh, the nice. rollo name comes from yeah when rollo from um what is it the cleveland, cleveland show. show yeah good look it up yeah. <laughs> but anyway the homebrew fest uh, this is what we're here to talk about yeah. this is what we're here to promote and, and i'm excited um and what's different this year than last year there are a lot of things that are different this year. Um, we really okay, wanted. Great answer. Great um, answer. <laughs> uh, you know, we've done away with um, having food trucks on the street. So the vendor free aspect of this festival, because it is a free event. A lot of people don't really realize that. Um, there's lots oh. of things that are happening downtown you pay on Saturday. For the beer tasting, you right? pay to participate and taste the home brew, but the street festival aspect of it, along with the farmers market and the race of thrones, that are all kind of correlated in that one day of activities down here, is all a free community-based activity that anyone can come to. Yeah. Um, the Homebrew Fest does not have food vendors involved this year, so we're really promoting downtown restaurants and hoping that people will really show their support and love to the amazing food and cuisine that's down here. Um, we've also kind of reallocated where the gardens are. So there'll be two gardens inside Steinbeck, one at the back patio like last year, yeah, and was... actually one on the front porch and in the Vista room directly across the street here from XL um, and then the Taylor Courtyard like last year. Uh, the best addition this year, I would have to say by far, is the fact that we got Alvarado Street Brewing on board with a huge partnership. Um, they're sponsoring not only the after party for all of the home brewers that are participating, but they also helped with the competition component of it that um, runs in correlation with the festival. And what that really does is it promotes home brewers to get out there and to brew something that they want to be proud of and win potentially the ability to have that made at Alvarado Street Brewing oh, here in Salinas. What? So the competition winner this year, it's a pro-am basically is is how it has developed to be um, all in thanks to, to JC and, and Chris Stark and um, Dwayne with uh, Bottoms Up in uh, Seaside. They really worked to make this a partnership because JC was a home brewer himself back in the day. And, you know, he really takes that approach of you give back to community and you support yeah. things that, that, you know, are, are in your interest. And, um, he's always loved brewing and, and being a home brewer. And that's how he, you know, got successful and, and opened up his business and operation, which is doing fantastic. I don't know if you guys have been over, uh, to his place on Dayton, but uh, he just put in a back patio and has food oh, there. Oh, we're there yeah. every Friday. Uh, 
at uh, six. Like religiously. Every yeah. Friday, yeah. Every Friday at six. That's yeah. where we're at. Uh, some Tuesdays for the bottle shares. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, yeah. That makes we're it cheating. very easy. Yeah. See, and I told them, I was like, you're so smart opening up this aspect, especially on the industrial side of town. Have you been there's there? Like, oh, yeah. Dude, it's always packed. A, there's nowhere to eat over there. And B, there's that's nothing why fun they to invite do. So that's why Dave's it makes it so shack. easy. Yeah, he pulled in Dave's and that's fantastic, mm-hmm. too. That place, really I mean, is. and I, the tilapia or whatever the fuck they put on that tortilla, it's this little tortilla and they put like a that big, big ass strip of fish, fish in there. Yeah. Anyway, they make I, it I, worth I, I, yeah. I love what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love what they're doing. They're a great addition to Salinas. It, it's, yeah. And they make great beer. That's another thing is it's not hype, you know, like right. I, it's Salinas really, and I don't mean to, to you know, I, we love Salinas and it, but it, it really it's kind of desperate for for fun, cool, hip things. So it's easy to 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 make stuff up, you know, and, and get people excited, and then realize, fuck, there's nothing, there's no substance to this, and they're all substance. And they're, they're right, great and it's so awesome that you see locals who genuinely care that are like, okay, cool, I'm successful, but he's just not stopping at that. Like he's supporting this event to the to the fullest this year and it was it was one of those things that he had a, a lot of interest in last year but it was kind of just a little late in the game so there there wasn't a lot of aspects in which he could get um, yeah. involved in and um, you know bringing him back and having this pro-am piece I think is just well, extremely it, exciting for um, you know up and coming home brewers that are going to be out there you so know? When, you're, when you're saying pro-am that means there's like brewers that are already selling beer that are part of this competition or? no yeah so the comp so so the competition happens kind of separate from the festival but it is simultaneous in the sense that the competition is recognized in the homebrew festival on saturday and our hope is that whoever won from that private selection will have the capacity to be showcased in the festival on Saturday. Um, and, and their prize is to, you know, be able to then go from that amateur to pro concept and have Alvarado produce what they won. So that's where that little spin on the pro-am is similar to like AT&T's pro-am where you've got the famous person with the really successful golf player out there. You've got this really successful brewer who has a fantastic operation right here in Salinas who has said to anybody who's just an amateur brewer if you win this competition we're going to brew whatever that beer is and they get you know help in labeling it naming it and that whole production piece of it so that's more puns please (laughs) that's okay yeah man imagine just like 831 beer I don't know I'm you got to come well, up with a cheesy-ass name, man. No, because 805 already. Oh, you're right. And that's not that good. That beer is... Oh, hey, my no. God. Um, what, no. What? No, we need an awesome so cool. name for Salinas. Like, something that's short that makes people think that well, would be the great way to... I love their sour project, Yeast of Eden. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I love that. I love that name. I love that, that that's what they're going for. And, and that's so cool. So, so let's say, again... I have my own IPA. I make my own IPA at home. I entered in this competition, um, and it wins. If then 
then Alvarado can pick from the winners and say, hey, we're going to... Nope. There's one winner in that competition, and that person is the one who wins that oh, ability. So Alvarado that, that piece like, of the competition yeah. has already happened. Those homebrews have already made those submissions, and they're either going to be a part of the festival on Saturday, or they're just going to be announced and kind of showcased during the awards ceremony. Oh, if they're not a large okay. production and they don't have the ability to bring out kegs and participate in Saturday's event... Uh, which fingers crossed hopefully they will I'll know tomorrow who the winner is and we'll know if they're participating in the festival Um, yeah because the competition obviously for that aspect of it happens earlier but there are day of judging competitions in which you guys were judges last year Mm -hmm. for and hopefully we'd love to invite you guys back to participate and be judges again this year I'm prepared this year I I, I was complaining earlier but let's be real yeah dude this time we just gotta Get there on time. <laughs> I didn't realize the note take. I I thought about, oh this is a great beer, a seven or whatever, and then walk on. But it's like no, you you have to taste a lot, and and after you're on, you know, your eighth or ninth tasting, yeah, you you might not 18th, have that. Twenty seventh, fifty fourth. Oh, uh. well, and then that's another thing of hanging out at Alvarado and and knowing a lot of these home home brewers is all of a sudden they're like, hey man. You look at that, that pour looks a little light, you know, and they want to give you another taste. And it's like, ah, damn it. I'm here to work, sir. <laughs> but I'll yeah. take some more. Do you know if the kombucha lady is going to be here this year? I am oh, not positive, but she lady. was fantastic. Those that was great. really kombucha. Yeah, she did have some good stuff. And so I don't know if she'll be there, but I, 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 I hope she is. So, so can we make it official? Are we judges? Let's like, make it yeah. official. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's do it. Talking with judges. <laughs> Getting you guys excited about Saturday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no coming hungover. Cle- no, clear no. cleansed palate. Friday. Oh, Friday. No Cinco riot punches on Mario. Yeah, Friday Cinco de Drinko. So you better be mellow. So now, now it's like I have to work. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make it happen. Don't worry. You don't have yeah. to show up till like noon, so yeah. you got that like I'm, that's hangover aspect of sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to First Awakenings, get some pancakes. Yeah. Some shit. Wait, so the the farmers market's gonna be going on then? Farmers market yeah, will man. be going From on the entire. Well, they'll actually stay open till four that day because oh, our homebrew doesn't end till four. It's eleven dude, to four. Dude, and get your potatoes. Get your homemade candles. Does anyone that? do drinks? Yeah, Terry does at Goldleaf. Mm-hmm. Hit her up. Oh yeah. shit! If you're hungover, I love me some With matcha. Oh, dude, yes. What is it? Matcha on the matcha. I get. I usually get the. It's a tea called Tropical Paradise. It's got all. Oh, this. that's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love. I love that, that thing. Matcha. That with matcha. And they do it so well. <laughs> Ice, the biggest. I don't even know what size. That the better be like the their number one, one seller. Because what the hell, man? <laughs> it's, good. Yeah. it's good. Well, she has like a thousand different flavors. Yeah, I don't doubt it. There are so many teas Blue, that are in that shop. Blue Aces will be yeah. open, I'm sure. Love well. them. Adrian. Pump, oh, yeah. Pumping out the diabetes out of that place. <laughs> I fucking, oh, my God. That place is amazing. And she, she, I don't know. At this point, it's I'm just, free, bro. You're, I'm just you're a, a fanboy, you know. So like anything she does, I'm like, this is the best. Yeah, this is the best. After having the the Mexican hot chocolate cookies, it's like, mm. fuck, dude, those things. I went there. They they put on their Instagram that they had them out, and I went there the next week, and I'm like, do you have any more? And she just laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, dude, I couldn't make it any time before, but whatever. 
Um, a week later, yeah, not happening. Oh, not no, around no, here. No, no, that, that, uh, that place is, is awesome, and it, it's a She's well, lucky if two days addition. later she has something. Dude, it's always changing. Did you see? She, I, I follow her on Instagram, so she was doing this super cool little whale tail cookie, and she was, like, showing how she makes the little, like, ridges that made it look like a, it was awesome. I'm all about art, though, she's, so. She's badass. She is. I'm gonna look it did up, you say you're all about art? Uh-huh. Are you an artist yourself? I am. What? I took professional like, art lessons when I was growing up from age 8 to 18. Professional art Professional lessons? lessons. You yeah, my before mom. before or after you rode your horse? <laughs> <laughs> in between. Yeah. Everything had a day of the week. building houses in Costa Rica, you know? Yeah. Every day, everything had a day of the week. Uh, my mom wanted to whip my ass one day because I was coloring on the walls. And then she's like, that looks really good for a little kid. So... They signed me up for professional art lessons, and then she made me clean the walls. <laughs> what is professional art lessons? Um, where they pay for you to have an instructor, and you sit down with other people in a class, and they teach you and show you techniques and brush strokes, and like everyone in the class will work on like this. So it's like a paint. You know how everybody's like, "Ooh, paint date night." Yeah. It's like that, but like religiously once a week with an instructor who actually knows what no, they're doing yeah. and teaches like brush strokes and techniques well and like you know you got to do the background before you do the forefront and then you know like all the things for that you got to do the back before the front (laughs) well you know not all things come naturally in life (laughs) being a dick um but no yeah yeah so my parents paid for lessons and they have beautiful artwork all around their house and family members have Artwork for me too from over the years. So that, stuff. but that stuck with you. Like you, you, you still do it. You know, I, I dabble here and there, but I don't do as much as I should. Is it because you did it for ten years? Um, forcibly? No, it's because <laughs> forcibly. I did it in such like a controlled environment. It wasn't something that like I just. I totally could have set up studio space at home and have made myself. Do, but that wasn't my structure and how I learned. I always went to a place and took what was like a structured class. So yeah. even when I've done pottery or other elements of art and artistic display um, it's always been in a structured environment do so you do better in those kind of environments um I guess I just really haven't put a focus on it in another aspect I guess I've taken like what I do professionally and in my spare time and made those other things but I really do enjoy it do you have, what do you have a preferred medium oil why? Uh, it's what I learned. On. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the answer to yeah. that. I just, yeah, I, just I mean, I've, I've done I've done watercolors and I've done pastels, and I'm not a sketcher or a drawer. To me, that's completely different. You should do tattoos. Um, no, <laughs> I have a good friend who is amazing, and she should do tattoos. But I'm not that person. Like, I can take a picture and remake my vision of it, but I can't like take something out of my brain and like draw it on paper okay. and like put it on something. You're like the body. puff daddy of painting. You remix yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> That's I how like artwork that. works. You know, yeah. it's just your remake or rendition of somebody else's. That's what I think is hilarious when people talk shit about like modern music, you know, and it was like, oh, they're just copying this or copying that. Like that's bit, that's art. Art just like, hey, that's a cool picture of a horse. This is my version of a picture of a horse. And it, I, I don't know. That's, yeah, modern art. It's art, man. People need a, and well, you say that that's not what you do professionally. What, what is what you do professionally? Um, party. Well, I've, <laughs> I've uh, party, party hard, had bro. the event 
event business for quite a yeah. while. Mm-hmm. And that's how Brought I'm helping yeah. out with, with Steinbeck Home Brew Fest. Um, but also kind of the Monday through Friday nine to five job is working up at the golf course on the north side of Salinas called the Club at Crazy Horse Ranch. It's oh, a golf what? and country club that used to um, be private, but now it's not. It's public. And, oh, I, uh, I mean, we definitely Trump. still have a membership. <laughs> I'm glad. It's so cool. You can, yeah. you can say that anytime with a president, whoever it is, you just say that now. Drive, drive around on a golf cart with a bucket of beers. It's not a bad place. That's what dude. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. that that. And do you do also event planning there? Um, I help with events there. Yeah. So we have weddings and quinceañeras and all kinds of events that are there. And out a golf course? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Talk about the mix of scenes, her. right? <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. And are you from Salinas? <laughs> no, I've lived here since 2000. Um, but I was born and raised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Central <laughs> Valley girl, Cali born and raised for sure. Uh, oh yeah, okay. Then yeah. I was coming back to me. Yeah. And um, and wh- how did you get into the event planning? Um, out of college, I um really cared about health and wellness and started running or helping out with the Marina Farmers Market. And Farmers Markets was kind of the scene that got me into facilitating people in a place and at a specific time and you have to close these roads and you have to do these aspects. And that kind of morphed into helping nonprofit organizations run fundraisers. And when you find a good niche um, and you have a lot of people who care about a community, you can make something successful very easily. Yeah. Um, and it started for me in the town that I live in, in Marina, which is a hop and a skip from here. And mm-hmm. I was involved in the Marina Chamber because I was running the farmer's market and had a business in town. and. Um, we ran the International Flavors event, which is where restaurants and wineries from Monterey County, well, restaurants from Marina, wineries from Monterey County were showcased in one venue. And so I took that concept of a one place kind of centrical location where amazing things come together and then people want to congregate around that. And that all kind of spurred and started happening about the same time the concept of Salinas Valley was hired by the Old Town Association to kind of take over and revamp their farmer's market. That's when we moved it to Gabaland Street. So it was kind of just one of those things that one piece fell into place after another and something that I really enjoy doing from, you know, fresh out the gate of college yeah, turned into this is. very successful venture. Um, and I, you know, timing. ran, yeah, farmer's markets at the hospital and... Um, and oh, just you did really, the one at Natividad? At Natividad, yeah, I did oh, that for okay. two years. And the success of that really made me realize that it's not so much about the time and the struggle, but it's about the community and the enjoyment that comes from seeing so many people come together and enjoy themselves in a community because that's what's important. If we don't have community, then we don't have anything, really. Mm, yeah. Um, so again, like this, same concept. Homebrew Fest is not an, an event in and of itself. It's mm-hmm. in partnership with the Steinbeck Festival that's happening that weekend. It's in partnership with um, the Race of Thrones. It's also sponsored by the another Race local of- Rotary Club oh, yeah. as their fundraiser. So both of these are Rotary-sponsored events that are raising money to turn around and come right back to this community and make Salinas even better than it is. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to ask an honest-ass question here. 
at 29 years old. <laughs> what the? Because you see them everywhere. Every time you go into a town, you see their symbols. But what is the rotary? That's a great question. Um, Rotary is a philanthropic organization, just like many others. Um, It kind of has core values and principles. Um, Most people that you see involved are of the business nature. They have a business, and so that's particularly who they um, appeal to or recruit to be involved. So they will um, gather business members, business owners, and and, um, you pay annual dues and you have weekly meetings and you work on projects and some projects are local projects within the community others can be international projects um but then there's this kind of rotary international so within the state there's different clubs and all these clubs have you know rules and regulations and levels of things that they need to perform to or do and on top of that there's kind of this international arc, if you will, that oversees <laughs> those clubs and makes sure that if they need assistance or funding a particular project or they want to work on something internationally with a Rotary Club in a, in a completely different country, that um, federal kind of grouping assists with that process. But so, each group is independent to come up with their own projects? Right. Oh, so, they're, so, cool. so they're their own nonprofit and they can have their own focus and um, it's in in counties, I believe their idea is to kind of structure them to where you're not meeting at the same time and the same day of the week, so that if you as a member miss your normal club meeting, you can make that up by going to another meeting of another Rotary uh-huh. club. And it really is about cross promotion and cross connection and business connections mm-hmm. as well. That's why a lot of business members are are very actively involved in Rotary because it helps to connect and find that, people that to better sense. them. Yeah, like, again, I've been successful in my business, so let's... You've been successful as well. Maybe we can come up with an idea for personally for business, Us, yeah. but at least together with our successes, we can share our success with the community and create these... Oh, all right, all right. I, I see there's, again, they're little... Again, it's like a gear or something, yep, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's the wheel. Okay. Oh. The rotary wheel. Yeah, every time you go and it says welcome to XYZ town or whatever, you always see that that thing there. It's Illuminati, bro. Yeah, yeah it's like sure, government sure within the government, YouTube. but I'm it's just sure businesses, bro. I don't know. Find I don't know. <laughs> that, oh, no, the Rotarians are the real Illuminati. Uh, but anyway, well, how did this beer fest come about? I mean, it's the second year. It well, is the second what, year. What, what, somebody um, was just like, "Hey, you know what? We need we need to have a beer fest." Or was it selfish and was it like, "I want to have a good time"? <laughs> so the Steinbeck Rotary Club that hosts the homebrew fest had a fundraiser that was a lot of work and not a lot of reward in the payoff. So their club themselves would put a lot of time and energy oh, into yeah. putting together this event. And at the end of the day, the proceeds really didn't support the club's efforts in giving back in operations for the remaining year. So they were looking for something different to do. And uh, I will say yet again, Steve McShane strikes and gives this recommendation, and I believe it was in a Rotary meeting. Um, Susan Schillinghall, which is the director of the Steinbeck Center. Yeah, she's been a guest. <laughs> and um, 
and Steve McShane and a few others were sitting around the table and they kind of developed this concept and he says, I have the perfect person to put this all together for you. And he calls me up and he's like, I got something for you to do. And I'm like, fantastic. And it has, it really has been, um, an enjoyable journey and event. This is kind of my year to train the trainer, if you will. Um, Ann Olson was vice president of the club last year. And so it, the way their structure was, it's the vice president who helps raise the monies because then their presidency year, they're spent towards the projects and, and, um, programs that, that they set forward in that budget for that year. But she didn't have um, someone who was of that capacity to take on this position this year. So I've told her, I'll come back and help you, but with more of this concept of like, I want to show you and give you the knowledge and skills and be able to recreate this event for many years to come. Rather than me just coming in and doing it all and having all those contacts and relying upon all those people and bringing it all together for them. I really want to teach their Rotary Club and their key players how to do this futuristically so that I can come to like year four or year seven (laughs) and just just drink a beer and enjoy myself. and, and, you know, and there's some elements of, of that that live in the legacy of seeing an event continue. Yeah. Um, you know, two years ago, I was chair of, of um, Food and Wine Festival. And now it's, you know, going on. And I'm not extremely involved, oh. but I'm a past chair. And but I get, continues. you know, emails yeah. and I get to stay in the loop here and there. And that's really exciting because you Do see they- something continue that you had involvement with. You know, making a successful event, and then it's around for years afterwards. Do they ever call you, email you for like tips or tricks or oh, hints? All the time. You know? yeah, all the time. Yeah. So, so I, your I job's like not that, over. Like back, well, I like that back of the scenes approach. You yeah. know, it's like I don't have to You're be like in seventy meetings, and I don't have to like fight people tooth and nail. It's yeah. really like this is my recommendation, and you can take it or you can leave it. And most people who know me and know how I operate events really say that's a wise choice or, or, or that won't work with what we're looking for because of X or Y. And then I can, you know, give some other recommendations. But for the most part, um, you know, there's a hundred ways to skin a cat, they say, but, <laughs> but you don't always want to do says it. The, that? Yeah. I wouldn't trust them. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to go that route. Yeah. Um, but the idea is that, you know, you, you trust the professionals and, and you take that expertise into account when you change things. Well, I, I love the fact that, again, that this homebrew festival, which, again, is happening this Saturday, May 6th. Saturday. Uh, you can still buy tickets and you don't need to buy tickets. Again, this is this goes to my point here is you don't need to buy tickets to show up. You, don't. you need to buy tickets if you want to taste the beer. But you can still take advantage of, of, of whatever's going on on the street, whatever, mm. all the restaurants and Correct. shops that are open. And that's what I love about it, that it's not like, hey, we're shutting down a block of downtown and you need to pay, you know, 35 or 50 bucks or whatever to get in. And some of the restaurants are like, well, that sucks, you know, like yeah. some of my regulars can't come in. And so it, it's really, you know, it, it's it's open to a, a lot of anybody in the community essentially Absolutely. you know and because the streets will be closed the parking garage right here behind us will be open and free that day oh because well, the city is an packs. amazing partner and they so said you know we want people to be coming down here and the number one complaint people have is there's nowhere to park or you're going to pay for parking yeah. well you're not going to pay for parking on saturday if you park in the public lot 
No, and dude, and it's a great spot. Great people that are always there, and and also again with this home brew festival is say you are a home brewer, and you're like I think I have something that's marketable. I think you know not only I don't just make good beer, I make something that people can buy. This is a perfect avenue to to get your beer to market. You know it is kind of expensive to try to scale yourself, and even here at the pub. I've seen people that are past the homebrew stage that are, are now in the professional brewing, stu- yeah. but they're still saying, will you buy a keg of mine if I try to sell it to you? You know, they're, they're going by the one keg at a time. And so, so it is a very difficult transition to go from homebrewer to an actual brewery, you know, that, that's, that's making stuff. Yeah. So I love the fact that, that the opportunity is there for anybody that, that wins this or that has... Again, if you got the right stuff, right, then Alvarado and will make your yeah, stuff. One of the it comes down to a recipe, and then it will be in big batch form, and you, and your beer will be famous. I mean, let's be real. Alvarado is known, very well known for yeah, their beer. Man, we yeah. were talking about what is it in San Jose? The uh, Whole Foods. Yeah, they got Alvarado there. That's Whole Foods, you know. Yeah, Crazy. well, we were there because ah, that's a. Fuck, I love that neighborhood. I love <laughs> that neighborhood in San Jose uh, on the other side of the, sh- the 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 train tracks. It's literally on the other side of the tracks, but it's the better neighborhood than downtown. There's downtown <laughs> and the Shark Tank and all that that they have yeah. buried on. And if you go on the other side where it take, it keeps you keep going down in the Alameda and takes you to, to Alameda, Santa Clara yes, and yes, all that, yes. well... In the San Jose portion of it, there's the Whole Foods and a million other restaurants and, and shops. And I fucking love it. The Whole Foods has a brewery. That's another thing that I, I love. I take you've never brewery, been. Like yeah. Their own beer. Whole yeah. Food beer. Yeah. It's called Mission Creek. What? Yeah. No, wait. Like, it's a brewery that's within Whole Foods. Like, yeah. Whole Foods yeah. doesn't it's produce It's slightly beer, separate. It's, still, it's on the same property, but yeah. it's not attached to the store. Mind blowing. And then the but bar's like food. upstairs yeah. out of the way, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's upstairs, outside bar. This is one of those moments where we wish we were kind of on TV because my face, like my <laughs> facial expression, I'm like, wow. Uh, we'll be on blown. camera soon, and, maybe uh, next time. I, I mean, it's you're overlooking downtown San Jose. Beautiful. Again, you're right there at the Shark Tank. And, and, and again, they have their own beer, Mission Creek, but they also, you know, most of their taps are... Our, our other beers because you know they do their stout IPA whatever you know but but they leave most of the taps out for anybody and then they have a, a fridge full of bottles kind of like they do here at the pub and then then you could get food and then they make it down there at the Whole Foods and they bring it I, I, it's fucking amazing I, I love this place mission to San Jose Whole Foods yeah uh, dude, on yo, the calendar do it. Fucking <laughs> for the middle it. of May when my life is much more simple <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know. You'll, you'll, you'll fucking love this place. But yeah, but we were there when, when we first discovered it. That the Tony Robbins, there was a Tony Robbins convention going on. <laughs> what? Yeah, we, we, that oh was the God. day we recorded with his mother. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we went out there to, to interview some YouTube dudes. Shout out to this madre. What's up? And um, so we went to that Whole Foods afterwards because I was like, there's a brewery here. So we're sitting there eating our pizza, drinking a beer. Because there's like a roped off section, like you that can, like you can go in and out. Yeah, <laughs> it does. <laughs> no. Eating a pizza, drinking our beer. Yeah. All of us, yeah. And my six four was a cruising down the street in my six four. 
But anyway, all of a sudden, it was like that fucking scene in Lion King where Scar, like, fucks over Mufasa. Because you just hear, like, a rumbling. And then people just start running. They're running into Whole Foods. We have no idea where these people are coming from. Literally. Were shots fired? No. Well, this is what you would think. Yeah, that, was, that's the first thing my fucking right. Selena since kicked in like fuck <laughs> dude we need to, wherever, whatever they're running from we need to get away from right now <laughs> and these people are coming it's not even by the dozens it's by the fucking hundreds hundred you were there yeah. Cujo yeah yeah hell yeah it was you were there some it was, zombie apocalypse shit bro <laughs> dude it was 28 days my, later you know <laughs> they were running by the by the hundreds yeah. that's the only fucking way to describe it into Whole Foods. They shut down Whole Foods. They were they blocking it. both doors telling yeah. people you have to that's wait. That's why you call a stampede. It was fucking, <laughs> well, that's what it that's was. Exactly what it was. They were yeah. stampeding Shit. Whole Foods and they locked them out. Cujo yeah. was holding me from the second floor like, <laughs> run away, Simba. I killed Mufasa. Yeah. <laughs> and you're next. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so You should have just threw him a beer down from upstairs. That would have Oh, like, they weren't there for the beer. Whole, it was no. the complete the opposite of that. We were actually downstairs. They were uh, starving. We were having a great yeah. time. So, they, yeah, so all of a sudden, the people They're, that did come in, like they fill up. There's benches, like you know, to to eat all around, and so they're like, "Can we sit here?" And we're like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, we're scared of you right now." <laughs> Here's my wallet. Here's my cell phone. We're getting mugged, yeah, and it's, they're not even what? trying. And nah. these people are like shoveling food into their mouth, and we're like, "What the? F- what are you guys doing?" And they're like, "Oh, there's a Tony Robbins convention. This was at like eight o'clock at night." They said they haven't let us eat since nine a.m. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So these and they had like twenty minutes before Tony Robbins was like, "You guys rule! You can do it all." But they what? were all like so motivated. Like, you know what? He's so right. I'm gonna change my life tomorrow. I'm waking up early and I'm gonna do some push-ups or whatever the fuck they were talking about. But yeah, it was insane. Like for he's he's but they great. were there eating burgers and fries and like <laughs> no fuck oh, no they were no no, food. no Wh- whatever they, they, they can get you know yeah, the first thing yeah. the first whatever's quick give it to me now wow. pick up a little salad or yeah whatever literally shoving kale into yeah. their mouth just raw kale. And they were just like, I need something, just just water. But this whole time, they were like, this is awesome. This is great. This is, I, I can't believe my, my, my whole life has changed. And I was that like, brainwashing, this is not though. worth it, dude. <laughs> brainwashing at its it. finest. Like, yeah. Dude, drink, drink a fucking the Rotary the Club and all this Illuminati bullshit. Dude. <laughs> this is why you got to go to the Whole Foods in San Jose. You'll see a stampede of Tony Robbins fucking people. You can create your own stampede though on Saturday here. <laughs> yeah, man, let's make it happen. Well, it's more so, like a congregation, like a watering hole in Africa, because all the beers like in one place. We're not gonna be like they're running out of Alvarado, you know? And then we was, all like run. I, That'd I, be insane. It wasn't an issue to me so much last year because I can follow fucking directions. But a lot of people were like, "There was beer at Greyhound." Yeah, and was like, it's a block away. Okay, so the number one most irritating thing about last year's Homebrew Fest was that we had the restaurants and the food trucks all signed up to feed drunk people, right? Because when you give them a ticket for beer, yeah. you need to include food. We learned this with Food and Wine Festival. Well, last year they was like did food. did not go to the restaurants and get food samples, nor did they go to the food trucks and spend little like food coupons. So oh. this year, all of the Rotary Club decided all of that's gone. So now your ticket is just beer. You need to feed yourself. 
all on its own. And I'm like, ooh. So. Well, I mean, if you're going to, yeah, if you're going to be drinking, you should expect, hey, like, there's food. Well, if they give you food, take fucking advantage. Yeah. Read the program. Well, I remember. If you read the program, you could clearly see that there was food included. No, again, yeah, that that that's one thing. When I heard people were like, "Oh, well, nobody, nobody found me at the Greyhound," it was yeah. like, "Dude, are you? What do you mean?" It's the Greyhound not- was packed like sardines, which is I another reason place. why we selected this year for it not to be an exclusive indoor event. It wasn't that we couldn't use the Greyhound facility; we decided that outside is best. The Taylor Courtyard's open, the back patio was open, and while it might have gotten cramped at times, the flow and, like, the hot body sweat aroma never really arose, you know? You you didn't feel like, that dude's musty and I need to get away. It, it was like, cool, we could hang out and have a conversation, and it was to enjoyable. Me, it, it was hilarious, because... The bathrooms at the Taylor building are right inside. Oh, yeah, and but there's like kept, a no The security was like, no, no, use the portables. And I get it, you know, that's a fucking business. You don't want drunk people running around your fucking office building. Bro, fuck that. But it's it was a- like everybody, like people trying to distract them and shit. They were, everybody was being fucking so nice about <laughs> it. But it, that was like the one thing. People didn't want to walk the extra hundred steps, you know, to find a fucking... To go to the porta potty. Well, the like, bigger yeah. problem was that there were employees who had key cards who were going into the building and taking friends in there. So some people yeah. thought it was all cool, and then they were like waiting for somebody to walk out the door, and then they catch themselves <laughs> walking in the door, kind of thing. So yeah, so now we have signage for this. Yeah, to avoid I'm not advocating issues. that, but it was fucking hilarious. Well, there will be extra toilets. I would love to say that they'd be executive shitters, but they're not. They're just regular. <laughs> No, Forbes, say Forbes, no Forbes money here. <laughs> no, no. No Forbes money. Um, shout out to if we could get Star Sanitation or one of those local businesses to love this event or any of the events in, in Old Town There's and a, do an executive porta potty, but they're like, we want $1,500 for an executive porta potty for a day. Dude, and it's like, like, you're talking about a nonprofit. What Who's the? trying to raise money for the community? This like we can't do. spend uh, that kind of money on a you, on a restroom when the other one's two hundred dollars. They know, sacrifice like, that. You guys show it off. More people would get executive well, that bathrooms. That was my right concept. Here. It's like yeah. you could put sponsorship <laughs> banners on that. Dude, like you're going to be on doing all a porta the party race. Do porta potty race brought to you by Star. Yeah, shout, shout out to the fact that executive porta potties need to be involved in this event in the future. I don't even know what Just that means. That. Like, you didn't is there a mirror in there? Like, There's does it have extra oh soap? Scented They're soap. like a trailer. You step up and you open doors, and there's like. A mirror. It's like a portable dude offering you hand lotion and gum. Mirrors and soap and a Is real. Is there a guy there you need a tip? <laughs> real solid toilets with doors, like doors. Yeah. Okay. So like one side's the female. You've never seen this no. in any of the events. You've I've been, ever to, been to Ozfest and to they this, call like them executive porta I've never like. I, I believe they exist. Don't the get me wrong. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> bro, I'm kidding. wearing. We're yeah. gonna get in there on the Forbes one. I know. <laughs> I know some you. people, bro. <laughs> like, oh, you know what? If, if they can figure it out, not not you guys, but them, because fuck it, they they need it. They need to show the simple man, the working class, that these things exist. You know. <laughs> well, but like, 
Yeah. Dude, I know people who spend 1500 on a toilet for like a quinceañera, you know? Really? Well, yeah, but I don't want to call him out. <laughs> Jesus. That's just like, well, it's fucking all these people with horses and shit, you know? I'm looking at like dentist well, work and shit. when you're out in the middle like, of nowhere this. and you need to have that option, it's kind of one of those When aspects. nature calls? Yeah. Just don't wipe your ass with poison oak. You're cool. (laughs) (laughs) So. Yeah. Homebrew. Yeah. Have you guys ever, outside of the festival last year, have you ever, like, had any friends or anybody that's ever been into the homebrew? I'm told it's, like, this crazy scene of production. Like, obviously, you don't just, like, wake up one day and have a batch of beer in your backyard, but... It's like, from what I've learned dealing with um, Chris Stark, who owns um, um, (laughs) Associated Heating and Plumbing, and um, Dwayne, who owns um, Bottoms Up Brewing, which is the home supply place for home brewers in Seaside, they're the two that have really rallied and kind of brought the home brewer aspect to the table. They really, you know, coordinate all the home brewers and rally them and get them involved. So... Last year, I was like, oh, this is like one of those simple things. Like, you sign on the dotted line. You know, to me, it's like, bing, bang, boom. It's just something you do, right? It's like donating a gift certificate. It's simple. (laughs) You know, you're just donating a keg of beer. Not so much. And a lot of them, they really come out and they want to, like, showcase that they don't just make, like, a beer, right? So... A lot of last year's stations had two and three, four and six different types of beer. So it's like we might have only had 32 participants, 33, 30, something like that. There were over 400 gallons of beer last year. (laughs) One home brewer had over eight options. That's like eight different styles of beer to taste at one Station. I'm trying to remember who, where it was. It, it must That's have been in the Taylor mom. building, it right? It was in the Taylor building. Yeah, because that was madness. That was where all the beer it was, was like a you know? And a half. Yeah, yeah, it was oh, like. We had um, the Steinbeck Center, and that just had. They had a bunch of stations, but it was simple. Six, just get yeah. in line, do your thing, get out, you know? Uh, you go to. Same, same thing at, at, at the. Um, what was it? The Greyhound Station? It was just. Um, it was a party, but. It wasn't as crazy yeah, as the Taylor like, building. Had eleven or twelve. Steinbeck back patio had six, and the Taylor courtyard had either twelve or thirteen. Yeah, and it had only a station. couple over the. Yeah. <laughs> I said and a kombucha yeah. station. Well, we counted them as as a, uh, okay. a brewer, even though it wasn't well, it's beer. It was still alcohol. It's kombucha. It's not beer. It's fermented. I, well, yeah, I'm There's only no going off of that, you know. <laughs> Very but it was fantastic. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was amazing. It was really good. Yeah, Super refreshing. I love, I love it. No, but anyway, like I said, my uh, really my huge experience is going on Tuesdays to that homebrew, and I, I don't want to keep mentioning it because. Tuesdays is the sl- that's the reason why it's there. You mean it's the, the bottle slowest. share? Yeah, it's like it's so, like. Did I say homebrew? I did say homebrew. <laughs> it's okay. That's what um, we're talking about. The, yeah, we all know. No, no, but yeah. So but it's that, bottle, that bottle share, share. homebrew, right? No, people bring it homebrew. Yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, really? people, yeah. 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 So, one time I've gone, there. it's a, it was just bottle share. Uh, not okay. homebrew, so there's that. This is only speculation, too. This uh. is all allegedly. I'm I'm not saying I know for a fact <laughs> or not. Because, you know, things happen through the grapevine, but there may have also been a homemade brandy at one point. Oh. 
I don't think so, though. I don't know. It seems kind of <laughs> seems outrageous, you know. Yeah, but I don't know. What, what, did, what do they call that stuff or? that you would keep in the bag? It was like um, weed. No, <laughs> 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 the fermented stuff they keep. What did they call it back in the day when it was like? Not moonshine. I'm just gonna get no. that out of the way. I was gonna say moonshine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, sure. like your your old home remedy. It wasn't Bruno. <laughs> that's some that prison shit, bro. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Like, is that what I'm of? no, that's not. Drug wine. I don't know. It'll come to me in a bag. That's Pruno. In a bag. Pruno. Maybe it was Pruno. Yeah, it was no, Pruno. Pruno's toilet alcohol, man. Fermented grapes and stuff. Like just, it, but it wasn't really quite like wine, and the it wasn't bacha. really quite like beer, and it wasn't. I mean, I it's it was more like liquor. What I'm, was it? I'm hearing, uh, yeah. Mexicans I'm coming have back a thing called tepache. 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 Yes. Pineapple. Oh. Like you in the pineapple or they make yeah, it with you pineapple? You mush up a pineapple and let it out in the sun for several days to Are do you its thing. Mexicans figured this out? That's like Walter. Hawaiian, right? <laughs> Pineapples are native to the Americas. Really? This is, God damn, it's two times in a month I've had to correct somebody. Like, yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I well, assume the they Hawaiian were Hawaiian. islands were a part of the Americas at some point. Oh, Let's be real. Well, technicality. Pineapples right, are from right, Central right, America. Right. But if you look at the way the plates and all that separated. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. Are, are we, yeah. I mean, all those all pineapple plants. Yeah. Are we talking <laughs> about like Fresno type area? That's where they're from? No, or? from like, <laughs> where, I don't know, a lot of Panama is in Central America. So I'll just say I'm ever, the best I'm pineapple I've ever had I'm thinking the wrong America is a Maui gold. And you only get them in Maui. In Maui? Maui. Maui gold. It is like Maui Wowie. It's fantastico. <laughs> really? Fantastic. And how did you get it? Like on the side of the road and they chopped it up or just like no. at a well, restaurant? I bought it in a grocery store. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, when you you're in Maui, in Hawaii, you can you get You were just visiting? You were just visiting or you live there? Uh, yeah, I vacation there. I will live there someday. Vacation. Uh, I will live there someday. <laughs> I've been to two out of the five islands. Five? Six? How many islands do they have? Five. How many continents have you been to? That's a very good question. Really? You're like all of them? I'm getting getting ready to add another one to the map. But um, England. England's the only one so far for me. Because, you know, continents, Mexico and all that still counts as this. Yeah. Canada counts as this, so. Well, if you went to England, can you you can say you went to Europe then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Technically, yep. yeah, there's a little bit of water in technicality, between. Technicality, but no. No, I, mean, I was I, in England. It's its own, like, isolated I would say, yeah. Island. The British, but it is, you know. it is of the European continent, is it not? Yeah. Right? It's, yeah, it's in the, yeah. Well, there's only seven major continents. They would probably so. love to be like, yes, we are our own continent. They would love that. Yeah, yes, yeah, those yeah. English people. You ain't Australia, bro. Ha, that's one place I do want to go. The other place no, you know, is everything um, wants to kill you. <laughs> go to YouTube yeah, and just Southern Google Australia. America. You know, they seem like they like no. Americans in Australia. They do. You and know like, why? Huh? Why? Because because we sent all the bad ones there, so they are Americans. Oh, <laughs> the British sent all the bad ones there, not us. And well, that's what well, happened all the here. Bad British ended up in America. <laughs> all the bad British too. ended up here. So shock. I don't know. I just want to say that they don't care and they like to party, you know? They do like to party. Yeah, they that's also why. Have they, their lingo is like so. Big bugs. Oh, yeah, well, that's what I was trying to say. Everything's trying to kill you? They do. They Everything. got a train. 
that is like there's it that goes through the middle of the whole country. It goes from like Sydney or whatever. It, it goes doesn't from follow the, the coast. It, it just goes yeah. through the oh. Like if there was a train that went from like Florida Fuck to Washington that. State, but like in Australia. Yeah. I don't want to do that, but uh-uh. I'm, uh, the heat, bro. Well, you're it's not even human, you know. <laughs> you're in a train. It's oh, air conditioned. I didn't even think about thing. that. That always trips me out about other countries and shit. Like, I would be like, dude, I'm going to have to smoke a joint at some point if I'm looking at all this badass countryside, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not just going to drive through sober. Vodka is not going to fucking cut it. Oh, you're on your own little high. I promise you. When I was, because I was there when I was 17, at least in England. We Damn. went up to We went up to Rome and back. A long Bath, time ago. And um, I know. I was The like, British young. still ruled back then. No, just I was like, I was young, <laughs> but I was literally in the back of the bus because I got in trouble for sneaking alcohol into the hotel room with the boys from Arizona because I went on a little like small school group. So they paired us with this group from Arizona, Colorado, maybe Arizona, whatever. <laughs> they weren't from our state and they just wanted to hang out with me and they all had permission sure. slips to drink alcohol and I was the only kid that didn't. So I got in trouble. So the next day I'm on the back of the bus with my chaperones like, you little mm-mm. Really? And I'm like, this countryside is beautiful. And I'm like trying to make it up to like my little like favorite like chaperone and I'm braiding her hair and I'm being all like kinds of nice and but it's beautiful. She was probably just upset that she didn't get to party with the Arizona no, dudes. You know, true, true, truest piece Salty of that. Salty ass bitch. <laughs> truest piece of that was like everybody's Damn. parents were like legit. So everyone had a like check mark for yes. Because over there when you're 16, it's legal. My parents were just like squares. So they checked the no box. And I came this close to like not submitting the permission slip. And just saying, oh, we got lost, but they're fine with it. You want to check the yeah, no box? Watch work. me come back uh, pregnant from I this also, shit. I also <laughs> had to call them, and um, England time to California time doesn't quite equate so well. So when my Isn't dad got like, a call at almost 6 o'clock in the morning, almost 6 o'clock in the morning, about the ventures, and I was like... I didn't even get to get drunk. Like, I was pissed because I'm getting in trouble for something that, one, I didn't buy the booze for. Two, I didn't ask to, like, and three, I wasn't even drunk. You didn't but, even reach that, that limit, But I got right? snitched yeah. on. Yeah, exactly. I got snitched on. I have all this hatred going on. So my dad was like, well, send her home. And they're like, they're gonna. that's going to cost you. He's like, well, then you're fucking stuck with her. <laughs> Yeah, and get so the, chef, the party so the, going. Yeah, so the chaperones the next day like wanted to shun me, and I'm like, whatever. Beautiful countryside. This place is gorgeous, and you're lucky if I don't sneak off and go drink a Scottish beer somewhere. Yeah, just hey, we if, if someone rats me out, hey, do you really want to go through the trouble? It's yeah. not even worth it. <laughs> no, at that point, fuck. Not even worth What's it. What's the hour difference? Like at least twelve hours. Oh, but it's like all kinds of awkward. So like what's day here is night there. Yeah. Yeah. So it I was, get that much. <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. Are we in England or Australia? England. We're back to England. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm That's lost. 18 hours. No, you, you were talking about that. Australia. We were talking about yeah, England yeah, over yeah. here. Yo. I'm, I'm Sorry. I'm <laughs> on you. You could drink um, at 16 But we could go to Aussie. Let's go. I have friends there. I was going to say, well, I'm right here. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Where are we going? We're going to Australia. Let's do it. That'd be cool. Because I know they don't drink Fosters, and that's where I feel bad. Yeah, I want to go to, I want to tell Australian them and be like, beer. hey, dude, I get it. It's made in America, but. That's like Corona. 
Foster's is Australian. You know, Corona's for made beef. in Arizona or some shit. It's made in like Colorado. What is it, Germany? No, Corona. Is it really? Corona's made in the states. I thought it was. It's a, no, it's they're a owned by German. It's a lager. Yeah, yeah. No, they're owned by Brazilians. It's not Mexican beer what by any stretch. Dude, this is yeah. just getting crazy. <laughs> well, it's a lager. Why would Mexicans have lagers? You know, this is German style. The, the Germans contributed so much to Mexican culture. I thought lager Fucking was polka. a color of beer. No, no, no I don't it's lager style. style. I don't yeah. color, so I don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So lagers is style. about black people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lagers is style, and, and that's that's the again the German glow in the dark people. Whoa! polka and and lager beer. That is such such a huge part of Mexican yeah, culture. Yeah, I was in a dun, 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 pol- dun, polka dun, turned dun, into dun, mariachi. Dun. Lager yeah. turned into Corona. <laughs> Dude, well, you still, let's get corona. specific there. Yeah. <laughs> Corona's still a lager. Yeah. But again, you hear again that that dun 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 thing and the fucking accordions. Mexicans didn't invent accordions. No, hell no. Be real. <laughs> oh no. Some German motherfuckers showed up. I don't know why. I don't know. That's the one thing I don't know. It has is the, why they showed up. I mean, it's Kaiser. The world. The Kaiser. I Something Kaiser to do with mercenaries, way. No, oh, those yeah, were the they Irish. Savior. No, no, they were that. I mean, that was its own thing. But yeah, when Americans hated Irish Catholics, they said, "Fuck it, we're going to Mexico." There's hella Catholics there, and then that's where you have people like Canelo Alvarez and shit yeah. like that. Anyway, this is well, not yeah, a Mexican history course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're back here. Google this shit, um, <sighs> Jessica. Thank you for coming on. Absolutely. This Saturday, May sixth, the Homebrew Festival. There are still tickets available. Once again, you if you don't get tickets, you don't need tickets unless you want to drink the beer. Absolutely. You can still take advantage of of uh, the the vendors, the restaurants, the festival itself. The the Steinbeck Festival w- will be going on, and. But if you want to drink, you better pay up, sucker. They're 50 bucks now? $50. Right. Over man. 35 home brewers. Yeah. I imagine we'll blow that 400 gallon capacity from Are we last back at year. That? From last year out oh, of the water. We started no. I, yeah, 400 was last year. Oh, I think we're going to bust no. the scenes of that. <laughs> the biggest piece is the Pro-Am competition, which is just fantastic. Alvarado Street Brewing. I mean, we would never... Have gotten that amazing. All the winners and announcements are going to be announced at the uh, Steinbeck Center. Absolutely. So there's an announcement. So day of competitions. There's yeah. still three categories and the people's choice. So uh-huh. that's why judges like you have to be there. Uh-huh. You're going to judge categories. There's also a people's choice award. I'm going to sell um, myself out and just be like, hey, you want to win? You you give me you give me a little something. <laughs> <laughs> a little something's already been made. <laughs> a little something's You're already been up. made. That's yeah, very yeah, true. yeah. But anyways. And so three o'clock announcements will be made. Three uh, o'clock last year was four. Well, the event goes till four. The event is eleven to four, <laughs> oh. but the announcements of the winners will be at three o'clock in the front. I see. Stage. I see. Okay. And you very well can be tasting the the newest Alvarado Street fucking beer, man. Absolutely. How fantastic would that, that be? Sneak winner. peek. Yeah, you you dude. Let's, let's be real. We're all trying to be hipsters in this world. You could be like, oh, I've already had that. <laughs> I had that at the Steinbeck Home Brew Festival. Again, I hope they win. Saturday, yeah, this Saturday, May sixth, in the middle of the Steinbeck Festival, which goes from the fifth through the seventh. This, this I, I don't know the the summer's here. You know, the summer festival party season or whatever is here, 
Um, and there's a lot going on. And every every week, there's something going on in this town. And this is this is one of the good ones. Rather than the games begin, the events begin, and we're kicking the, it off with the homebrew fest. The events are, yeah. This is a great. Great start, and I mean, we'll you're like to... our local Julius Caesar. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Set it all up. Off yeah. with their heads. <laughs> but anyway, again, Jessica, thank you for coming on again. Absolutely. And Pleasure. yeah, we thank were you able for hosting. To, yeah, yeah, we were able to fit you in beforehand, and we will definitely see you on Saturday, and hopefully, yes. uh, a lot of people listening, we will also see you on Saturday. Great time. We'll catch on. Ooh, we'll kick ca- it. Catch on next week. Yeah, have a good one. Later's.